Hello, welcome to Bagels for Breakfast. This is Jordan doing the intro this time instead of Mick. Who would have thought I would have given a shot at this? But <laughs> we're here today with uh, some brand new topics, some brand new movies we watched this week. I'm here with Mick, my co-host. And we're going to be talking over some movies we watched this week, uh, getting into... Um, some Netflix movie opinions, possibly, um, maybe an overall opinion on Netflix movies instead of specific ones, but we'll take it as we go. Um, we'll be taking a break midway just because we're using a new setup here, but we'll see how this one goes. Yep. Uh, I think before we get into the uh, discussion of Netflix movies, uh, which will yeah. be a pretty good discussion, I'm excited for that. Um, I want to talk about a couple of movies that we saw this week. So, um, I'll start it off. Uh, I actually watched four movies. One that I had, um, uh, one new movie in theaters, two movies that I had never seen. And then, um, uh, a movie that I rewatched. So the one that I rewatched was, uh, Blade Runner, the director's cut or the final cut. Um, it's on Netflix. Everybody should definitely watch that. It's a uh, neo-noir style film. Harrison Ford, you can't go wrong with that. Um, <laughs> and then you're not going to believe this, Jordan, but speaking of uh, streaming movies, I watched Up and Ratatouille. Oh, you had a good week. For the first time ever. I've never yeah. seen movies. Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, you had said you watched Ratatouille, which I was really surprised you'd never seen um, because it's a classic Pixar. Um, but you'd never seen Up, dude? No, and I cried. Like, yeah, <laughs> I man. I seriously cried. Like, it, it, oh, man, those movies are so sweet. It, yeah. Yeah, we have a, we have a dog. Um, he's still alive now. Um, he's really old. But um, we always said he was the, like, picture-perfect uh, depiction of, of Doug in real life. We like, he was a rescue and he's just the sweetest thing ever. Uh, so that, my mom definitely cried during that too. And I am not a big crier, but I was on the brink of tears on that movie. They, yeah. They, they always just make you feel good. Like even like, yeah. you know, they, they bring you this sad moment and you just kind of feel the humanity of it, it's, it's mainly just about regular people or unless it's like, a, you know, the Incredibles or, I don't know, yeah. Nemo or something like that, or fucking Toy Story, but like, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just, it's very sweet. Um, Did one then, of those make it to be your uh, new top favorite Pixar movie? Uh, yeah, I, th I honestly think Up might be my favorite mm, movie. Good pick. Up is such a good movie. Yeah. Um, but I also watched... Uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. And here is Mick's hot take of the week. Um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's, it's scorching hot. We need to add like a flame effect before I <laughs> say that every time. But Birds of Prey was better than the Joker. Ooh. Hot take. Real and hot take. Everybody's flipping out. Um dialing me up about to beat my ass whatever you need to do but um 
that movie was so good and i'm really? not gonna say it was, i'm not gonna say it was a better quality movie mm-hmm. it was just more fun to watch it was more entertaining. Yeah. it was a movie that i could say that i would want to see again um huh. and yeah it was it was so fun i don't want to spoil anything but it was very um very much like the comic books um and margot robbie did amazing um i think the one problem that makiba actually brought up to me makes a lot of sense is that it's not it shouldn't be called birds of prey it should be called like harley quinn and the fantabulous emancipation of the birds of prey or something like that huh because they're kind of secondary in the movie but i recommend it go watch it it's are the birds of prey like her sidekicks they're not necessarily sidekicks They're, they're they're just these like badass women who just fuck people up and it's 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 really really (laughs) to put it lightly it's really great um it's fun movie ewan mcgregor is a black mask in that movie is he is he's a he's a suave dude and he's also yeah watch it it's great everybody yeah i'll have to get back on that take because i haven't seen either one i still haven't seen joker dude which terrible timing because i'm gonna be watching the oscars tonight Ooh, it's um, it is oscars night um and i have no opinion on it yet but i'll get back to you possibly with that uh with a rebuttal on that hot take next week yeah that can that could be that could be next week's episode um, yeah well let's get into netflix movies why don't you tell us what you watch this week well well i well i think i should have a chance to say what i watched this week well i thought you watched, <laughs> you watched netflix movies this week That's what I'm uh, no i did well yes i did watch netflix movies um but in addition to that i also watched the green mile um and captain phillips uh on tv they were having a bit of a tom hanks marathon which i was not complaining about and actually right before we recorded this i was a good way into saving private ryan um, so I went on a Netflix slash Tom Hanks binge this week, which I was not complaining about. Um, Green Mile, amazing movie, though. No need to discuss that. I was just busting your balls. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I'll just go fuck myself. Don't worry. <laughs> um, over no, so, so this week I ended up watching on Netflix um, The Highwaymen with oh god it's woody harrelson and i forget the name of the uh lead um it's gonna drive me crazy hang on hang on doesn't matter it'll drive me crazy but it doesn't matter anyway uh i really liked it it was about bonnie and clyde and the thing that struck me about it i would totally recommend for anybody to watch it it kind of painted this picture as the first like national and i guess like I'm trying to think of the word for it, but for lack of a better term, hyped up like criminals, you know, because today you see all of these things where criminal, some criminals are um, um, like blasted into the limelight and people are like, wow, they live such like a lifestyle, like these criminals, like they're so cool. And this was like the first like instinct of that or instance of that in history. And it was these people looking at this saying like, what the fuck is the world coming to? you know? (laughs) Um, But it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And then the other one I watched, I struggled through was Gerald's game. Um, And I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared to discuss that. (laughs) It's a weird movie. I mean, Oh God. Yeah. And isn't it Carla Cugina in that movie? 
the lead woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not too sure about that. I think she's in Joe's game. I actually met her. She's a very nice woman. Really? Yeah. Yeah. When I worked at a cheese store in New York, she, uh, she yeah, came in as the lead. Good. Yeah. She came in one day and purchased some cheese and she was a very nice woman and she mm-hmm. winked at me. So therefore she's in love with me. Um, <laughs> So, you know, it's it's meant to be, but no, weird movie. Uh, weird Yeah, movie. man. That uh I was I was also planning on watching 1922 just to cover my Stephen King bases. Um, but I couldn't make myself watch it after Gerald's game. I am not a horror film lover by any stretch of the imagination. I think I think Stephen King movies it's it's kind of like kem- kombucha. You can't <laughs> you can't drink all of it at once. You gotta, yeah. you gotta like really push yourself <laughs> to do it. Not because they're bad, it's just a lot to process. Yeah. I guess that's a pretty good comparison. I've never thought of kombucha like that, but no, it definitely is. I cannot I can't chug an entire bottle of kombucha. Well, I mean like like even in the bottle it says like you know, it's like four servings. You're not supposed to drink all of it at once. Like you're you're supposed to like uh what's the word like partition it out Mm. periodically but yeah i mean i had a i had some alcoholic kombucha once like all kombucha has some alcohol in it and i had some that was like specifically made to have more alcohol it's good stuff but yeah that 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 was even worse to try and chug for sure would not recommend getting a little tipsy off that oh god and they you were all right. Off track has nothing to do with movies, but I have a great kombucha story. If you give me a minute, tell it. Your your minute is on the clock. Okay, so I was on a <laughs> flight from New York to Arizona. It's about a five and a half hour flight, and the woman I was in the middle seat, and the woman on the right in the aisle, um, she had this kombucha, like homemade fermented fart in a jar kombucha like it smelled so (laughs) fucking bad um and the girl next to me on the left side she like as we were landing because this lady's like yeah right now is a good time to open up this (laughs) kombucha so the girl left me starts like gagging and like almost starts to throw up and next to me while we're about to land so like you can't get up and run to the bathroom yum um and i just turned over to the lady to the right of me with this god-awful smell like it smelled like she killed an animal and jar (laughs) and i was like you know just very softly i was like you know right now might not be the best time to open that it smells really bad and then she just like she didn't even say anything. She just kept up the jar, put it in her backpack, and like, <laughs> and I was like, oh god, it, yeah. So that's my terrible kombucha story. Yeah, a little over a minute, but it was a good story. Oh, um, no, I have actually. Uh, my mom makes some homemade kombucha. Stuff's good, um, but yes, does smell like farts for sure. Um, but to get back on track, I really, I uh, as much as I struggle to say I liked Gerald's game because I was like shaking the entire time but it was a good movie and i definitely was not expecting it to take as deep as a turn as it did as this woman like gaining her independence and then the not to spoil it but the guy at the end just to keep it not spoilerish didn't that surprise you 
That was just yeah. like so off base. And that's like nightmare fuel, dude. Yeah. It was weird, man. That's weird freaking movie. Something you see like like in in sleep paralysis, you know. Which, yeah. Could if you could take the view that like you know, it might represent something in that vein. Yeah. But yeah, fucked up. Yeah, the only honestly, um, the one Stephen King movie I've seen that I did enjoy is it, the first chapter. Uh, Not great. the old one, but the new one. Um, yeah, I haven't seen chapter two yet, but I really enjoyed chapter one. That was a really good movie. My yep. brother actually read that cover to cover, and I called him a madman for that. Chapter two is is pretty good. I think the male actors are great. But I think that there's this so they go to flashbacks of like when they were kids, right? Yeah. But it was filmed when all of these kids like already had went through puberty. So they weren't like what they looked like in the first movie. So instead huh. of just it, what they did was that they did like CGI base renderings mm-hmm. and it looked so bad. Damn. And, it's just really uncomfortable. Like but, Sonic the Hedgehog first take bad. It it looks like you ever seen <laughs> Batman versus Superman and like or and maybe maybe it's a Justice League, but in Justice League, Henry Cavill, the guy who plays Superman, he didn't want to shave his mustache for <laughs> like because he had another role. So Warner Brothers just CGI'd a mouth onto him. <laughs> the ugliest looking thing I've ever seen. Just look it up when you get the chance. But yeah, what's your favorite Stephen King movie? Uh, I think it. I think definitely it. Um, that was the only one where, like, see the thing about it that I really liked. I don't like, and Gerald's game kind of fits into this picture a bit. Um, the thing I don't like when watching a scary movie, I don't like the paranormal activity ones. You know, I don't like movies that are just their sole purpose is to scare you. And it's just like full of jump scares and stuff. I like a backstory and, you know, and if there's like something and if it's just like an eerie kind of vibe throughout it, I'm totally fine with that, you know? Um, But I don't like constant jump scares and stuff like that. I think it's just like kind of cheap, you know, it doesn't, intrigue me as much but where with it it kind of there's like a few jump scares in it but the whole movie is just kind of scary you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i i understand what you mean um because like that's what that's what truly can make like uh like most horror movies are bad Mm -hmm. right like that's kind of a commonly accepted thing but if there's a really good backstory or some sort of realistic element. Yeah. It, it makes you scared like after the movie. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I think that makes a, a pretty good horror movie is that if you think about like what goes on in there for a prolonged amount of time. Definitely. I completely concur with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely not a horror fan by any stretch. Definitely. Um, so, when we were planning this episode, if it, are you, uh, is it okay if I jump a little bit? Yeah, dude, let's do it. Um, so when we were planning this episode, the original plan was to discuss some uh, Netflix movies, but I think a more interesting take on that might be why you don't enjoy watching Netflix movies as much, because that's something that kind of got brought up. Oh, yeah. So I, 
I'm just a weird person. Um, <laughs> good point. But like, I am so indecisive. Like I get, I get anxiety looking at the amount of things that I have to choose from. I literally freak out, not not mm-hmm. like, but I debate what I'm going to put on my TV. Like, before I go to sleep. So like, I know I'm not even going to watch this movie and I'm like, Oh, but I, I can't put this on. Like, it's not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with Netflix movies, a lot of the time it's, I guess I have this preconceived notion in my head that it's not going to be good. Okay. Um, because I've watched several Netflix movies and sh- like original shows or whatnot that, were pretty bad um, and just like cheesy and stuff like that. And I was just like, this isn't worth my time. Um, I definitely have to uh, watch more Netflix movies and mm-hmm. get rid of that notion. But yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm just like, I don't think this is going to be good. Yeah. Well, two things there. Um, one, I can definitely concur with shitty Netflix movies. They definitely are out there. They definitely exist. Um, there's one, me and uh, my our friend, our mutual friend, Rife, we went on a bit of a Netflix movie binge. Um, and there's one called The Titan. Uh, just little spark notes. It's about this post kind of apocalyptic world and they're trying to move to Mars and stuff. Or no, the moon of Titan. Hence the name, the Titan, duh. Um, and so they like basically genetically engineer this human to be able to live on the moon of Titan. And it's just this far out thing. And it's a terrible production, kind of a weird image, kind of eerie and stuff, but definitely a bad movie. Um, but I hope that on the other point that like marriage story would change your opinion. And it sounds like it kind of has. Oh yeah, I mean that's a good point. That the, like, all right, I'll say this. I think that then like ninety percent of Netflix movies are shitty sci-fi movies, yeah, or like shitty horror movies, or it's like about a it's like a serial killer documentary. Yeah. Um, I I just uh, my phone rang. Sorry, but yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um, but um, I. Like, I really think it's annoying that, like, maybe 25 of the Netflix original things that I see on my front, on my page is serial killer documentaries. Like, yeah, I don't like those at all, man. Like, I, I like them, I enjoy them, but they're really, they're really pushing it. Yeah. And I'm just like, it, it's just, it's annoying at this point. It's like, I really want to see, like, other content. Yeah. Well, that uh, kind of bringing up a good point there. Um, that's kind of what I enjoyed. And Netflix is kind of being sort of hypocritical in this, uh, in that they have all of these like true crime documentaries, like the Ted Bundy one and stuff. But then they have this Highwayman men one, which I just, was just talking about, which kind of talks about that and how we've come so far in that in this time period, everybody was like, freaked out that they're now fantasizing about these serial killers yet now netflix is being hypocritical in making those movies about serial killers you know what i'm saying yeah and you know it's it's not like there's in like a problem with doing these documentaries 
you know, it's, I guess it's important to know why people do this shit, but you know, it's like at, at the end of the day, like, I don't like people kind of think that they get like a good analysis of a serial killer and, and this is kind of talking towards our generation. People are like, oh, I'm quirky. I like watching serial killer documentaries. Mm-hmm. One, you're not. Two, like, I feel like a lot of people think that once they watch these, like, they'll be able to identify a serial killer and, like, stop somebody. I don't know. Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, no. Yeah, but I don't know. I would, I would argue that, like, they do sort of do bad. You know, like, I, I I don't find any thrill out of fantasizing about a serial killer. You know, like, I think they don't really do any good in that sense. I don't think anybody, like you said, like, I don't think anybody's really, they might think they're like, oh, I'm prepared to identify a serial killer now, but you're not. You know, <laughs> like, you're not. You're, you're just, you're somebody who sits on the couch just like 80% of other Americans and watches Netflix movies. We're coming at you, America. Yeah. <laughs> we're throwing down the hammer full of hot uh, takes today yeah it's scorching hot <laughs> but yeah i don't i don't see any good coming from these movies i really don't especially after watching the highwaymen because it kind of hit me that this was not the norm like yeah. say even 50 years ago you know like the highwaymen is bonnie and clyde which i think is during like the 30s maybe yeah. um 40s possibly but still like we've come so far in this bad direction well i will say i will say this it it's good like if you've ever watched mindhunter like it's good to under like having these things isn't necessarily bad like i'm I'm more of a i don't i don't think it causes people to like kill other people i really don't like i like but i i don't think it does any good it doesn't necessarily yeah. need to do any good because it's it's entertainment mm-hmm. um, but I'm I'm just sick of Netflix like like doing 30 of these and it's just it's just exhausting. You know what it's I mean? Their, it's their new version of comedy specials. Yeah. Yeah, oh, don't even get me started on the I hate the comedy specials. <laughs> I think I was listening to maybe Howard Stern recently and they were shitting on all the comedy specials out there. They had Leslie Jones on who actually just did one and uh it's this whole like new ecosystem that Netflix is just out there like, oh, you think you're funny? Yeah, we'll give you a one hour special from freaking Bumblefuck, Iowa. Yeah, it's, it's like that South Park episode where, yeah. where they call and then they're just like, yep, your show's on. Yep, it's on. And, and, and I, think, I think Netflix is doing a smart business thing. They're just getting kind of throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. Um, yeah. Kind of like what we're doing with our podcast. Yeah. But, <laughs> so I don't blame you, Netflix, but um, hopefully they get to a point where they can kind of trim the fat and, you yeah, know, just just keep it nice and nice and clean in terms. Yeah, of- definitely. Because, like you said, I definitely agree with that. Uh, sometimes I get super overwhelmed looking at Netflix. I'm like, half this shit is bad, and sometimes I want a bad movie. Like you said, like, yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. I want to be entertained. But then other half of the time, I'm like, okay, I want something good. But how do I comb through all of this unnecessary stuff out there? Yeah. And when do you really know that a movie is like, at what point do you know a movie is bad? Yeah. Like, sure. You tell me, like, at what point do you do you know for sure a movie's bad? Like, 
I think I jump the gun sometimes, to be honest. I think, like, it just to draw a comparison, I think within, like, 20 seconds of a song, I know whether I'm going to like it or not. So expand that five-minute song out to a movie, probably, like, five, ten minutes. And if I'm not hooked already, I'm like, fuck this. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way. If it's, if it's, if it's, like, 10, 15 minutes in, I'm kind of, like, all right, this movie blows. Like I, sometimes I like yeah. there, there's ones where I could do it in a minute. In the first mm-hmm. minute, I see the Definitely. intro, and I'm like, no, this is a waste of my time. Definitely. Um, and I, I think Netflix, like it's it's you're just overwhelmed with shit. Yeah. So I totally get that. You know, it's not even worth your time. To, yeah. To comb through the bullshit. Yeah. It definitely seems that way sometimes. Their shows, though, their shows are good. I like a lot of their shows. Yeah, I, I agree. You know it was a movie that everybody raved about and I spent the time to watch and it was bad? was Bird Box. <laughs> Bird Bo- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, didn't, I never saw Bird Box, actually. Like the Netflix original and everybody was freaking yeah. out. And I was like, all right, like it should be good. The movie sucked. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, um, well, do you want to take that break now? Thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back. And welcome back to Bagels for Breakfast. Um, we're going to talk about in the second half, we're going to talk about uh, favorite war movies. Um, and then probably just get into a tangent about the Oscars tonight, uh, and maybe some other fun stuff. Who knows? Uh, so, Jordan, why don't you start off? What are your favorite war movies? Well, I just, uh, like I said before, I actually just was watching Save It Private Ryan a bit before joining this, and I hadn't seen it in a while. Amazing movie. Real sad towards the end there. Um, I cut it off right as um, right in the middle of the fight scene over the bridge, towards the end of it. So I was left hanging quite a bit, but um, that movie's amazing uh, on my Tom Hanks grind. But I really think 1917 has been my favorite movie, uh, war movie, that is. Hot take. Um, what? Hot take. Hot take. Dun dun. We'll have to get a little uh, <laughs> a little noise to go in after. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> hot take. <laughs> little uh, sizzle action right um but no i really liked it i think that was the first one i mean i haven't seen i don't necessarily go out and try and watch a lot of war movies so i am definitely not the expert on the topic yeah yeah i am so Um, unpatriotic okay all right i refuse to watch war movies um (laughs) just so the audience is aware i hate this country no (laughs) um but anyway um no i think that's the first one i've watched in the past few years just over i guess like a maturing phase you know um becoming more of an adult so i think it's one of those things that it's hit me the hardest just for the stage in my life and thinking about these guys that were my age um going into war like this and doing the things they did. So that one definitely hit the hardest, I think. Yeah, and 
there there's it's crazy to think that you know 18 year olds were not they didn't a lot of them didn't volunteer a lot of them were told that this is what they were gonna do yeah um and it's crazy you know and and obviously war is this terrible thing and it's i think the good part about movies today is a lot of them don't fantasize war yeah they, they don't or um like fabricate it and they don't and and it's not like i i, I don't think any war movie should be seen like in a good light you know what i mean no. and i think a lot of them were taking a nationalistic and patriotic uh, spin on it, you know, for a lot of years. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like obviously post-World War II and then um, like Cold War era, all of those movies are anti-communist and, you know, we beat fascism and America, but um, it's good for, it's good for the movies now that are saying like, now war is fucked up. We shouldn't yeah. do it. Um, and nothing really good comes out of it for the people that were involved. Yeah. Another, uh, hot take for you here. We're just full of them today here at bagels for breakfast. Um, is what do you think I've, I've thought about this quite a bit. What do you think would happen if there was a draft today? It would not go down. Honestly, it, it depends on, on what it's for. Like, I guess, like, if, if China nuked fucking Vietnam, I don't know. So if China nuked Japan, right, yeah. and just took over Japan and, like, was slaughtering its people, whatever. Um, I think America would have a, you know, America has this response that's like, okay, we need to stop this. This is bad. Um, and I think a lot of people would rise up for that whatever and like sort of a bet but i don't think that would ever happen it would be like hey this middle eastern country did something we didn't like <laughs> we're going to big surprise yeah like if, if if it was like we're going to war with iran i'm sure that most of the people would be like no this is stupid um yeah and i think also just to um as a side note, I don't think there would be. I mean, our military force is gigantic. Not to get um, into a whole discussion about our military spending and everything. Uh, no need for that hot take. But um, our, our military force is huge. So I don't think there really is a need for one at this time, you know, and in the foreseeable future. But I've just thought about that. And it kind of racks my brain to think about the people today going to war. Yeah. And you know what? It's it's a lot of senseless wars and you know, that's, that's a good thing that these movies are capturing. Um, yeah. not glorifying it in every way, in any way. I mean, I think one movie, here's a good movie to talk about. Pretty controversial, um, is American sniper. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that movie? Yes, I have. So hot take. I, I didn't really enjoy that movie. Um, I thought Bradley Cooper did a good job and I thought it highlighted like certain elements of PTSD that were good. Yeah. But to me, it kind of did feel very like 
propaganda-ish. Yeah. Supportive of the, you know, Middle Eastern wars that we've been stuck in. And I just, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy it. What did you think? Um, no, I, I think I definitely agree with that. Um, I haven't seen it in a while, so I haven't, I can't provide a full synopsis of my opinions on it right after watching it. But uh, from my recollection, yeah, definitely agree with that. And another one that comes to mind, what's the one that uh, Dan Bilzerian was in? Dan Bilzerian was in a war movie? Yeah, it was about like the downed plane, Middle Eastern. um, And it's like the five, six guys going through the forest. I have no clue. I have no Uh, idea. Lone Survivor. Oh, okay, okay. Dan, why was why was Dan Bilzerian in that movie? Yeah, because he's American, you know. <laughs> oh God, that's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's with um, Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, Mark Wahlberg, um, Dan Bilzerian, all of them, and and that kind of I think, as far as I remember, that was a pretty gruesome movie to watch. Really, um, but I definitely think it uh, tried to. I mean, with a name like Lone Survivor. Come on. Doesn't that just make you grab your guns and say, I love Mitch McConnell? (laughs) I don't know if anybody would want to say they love Mitch McConnell, but um, it's, and I don't know, like Wahlberg does movies like that. Wahlberg's like a new England guy. And I don't know. I, there's movies that, in terms of war movies there's there's just some movies that you watch and you're like you feel american and you feel good you want to take over the world but um there's other movies that just push it too much yeah definitely i definitely feel that yeah uh, there's definitely been some where you leave it and you're just like oh that felt gross (laughs) yeah like you feel almost like you feel like you were there was an attempt to brainwash you while you watched yeah. the movie. Um, yeah. You ever seen Red Dawn? Um, I don't believe so. That is probably the biggest piece of propaganda that I've ever watched in my life. And don't get me wrong, it's very entertaining. Um, but it's it's comical how american it is (laughs) oh they they redid that didn't they with chris hemsworth and josh peck yeah 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 yep josh from drake and josh yeah nothing like uh putting some teen heartthrobs in there to make some uh teenagers say hell yeah is josh peck a teen heartthrob is that yeah i mean I, i mean after drake and josh i feel like you know and uh, maybe not a heartthrob, you know, maybe just a teen star that makes people say, I want to go see Josh Peck and, yeah. <laughs> and then become very disappointed when he doesn't say Megan once. I don't know if those words ever would come out of my mouth. Like, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> sorry, I misspoke. <laughs> sorry, Josh. But um, yeah, I mean, I now they're <laughs> Well, the good thing is, is now war movies are telling the stories of people in the periphery of war or like, yeah, which is cool. Um, but in terms of war movies, let's talk about a couple of movies that uh, are probably going to win tonight. Hot take. I yeah. think 1917 will win Best Picture. 
Yeah. Um, also, just uh, as I was looking up Red Dawn, the new one from 2012 has a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, brother. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, also side note, uh, I saw um, they had the, what is it, the independent film critics thing this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Adam Sandler actually won top uh, or best lead actor uh, for Uncut Gems. And in, if you uh, have any interest in this, go watch his acceptance speech because he shits on the Oscars. It's hilarious. Really? It's so funny, dude. Good for uh, him. It was so funny. He doesn't give a shit, man. What does he have to lose? Exactly. And you know what? Like, I'll say it too. Like, fuck the Oscars. I mean, like, I I, I do it more as, like, a game. It's kind of, like, gambling for me. I'm like, yeah, which one's going to win? I think this one's going to win, whatever. Um, But the Oscars are pretentious as fuck. And, you know, like, a lot of those people there, you know, have this inflated an elevated pedestal or, you know, they elevate themselves. Um, and I don't know. It's just, what is it? The screen actors guild. What do they know? Right. Yeah. Like, the SAG. Yeah. What do they know? Like, yeah. So like as much as I've been hyping up the Oscars, I'm taking a complete 180 and just going to shit on it right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to watch that. Yeah, definitely watch it. I highly recommend. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, I, uh, I actually, as we were discussing Netflix movies, uh, the lead in, uh, the two popes, which is also a Netflix movie, uh, is up for an Oscar, which I was almost, I almost clicked watch on, <laughs> but then I remembered I have no interest in the Palpacy. Yeah, uh, like, isn't it the papacy? Is it? Yeah, learn. Did I did I misspeak? Yeah, you did, and you just ruined the entire papacy. There's no L in there. Sorry, audience. It is papacy. Now, who gives a fuck, right? Um, (laughs) I. um, Yeah, I mean, Two Popes seems like it's gonna be a good movie. I don't doubt that. I really just don't. I don't have any interest in it. Yeah, no, I, like, totally, I don't. I totally go with that. I uh, the, like they just need to make another movie about how terrible the Catholic Church is and <laughs> you know, like how fucked up they are and yeah. all the bad shit they do. Um, like the Da Vinci Code, another Tom Hanks movie. Have you ever seen that? Uh, if I have, not in a while. I, I know. Um, actually, I don't think I ever have. No, I don't think that so. Movie, that movie's wild, and that's like Tom Hanks with long hair. You'd never thought uh, you'd see that. Huh? Doesn't he have long hair in uh, the one where he's stranded? In um, uh, Castaway. Yeah, Castaway. Does he get long hair in that? Yeah, he gets real long hair, man. Yeah, like I mean, he looks, like, he looks like a caveman. He's yeah. looking like a wook. That's pretty dope, though. That movie's great. I, I love that movie. Castaway's fucking savage. Yeah, I'm on a Tom Hanks binge right now after watching Green Mile. Uh, fun, fact, fun fact. My high school, one of my uh, friends from high school, who I haven't really talked to in a long time, which is sad, but um, she 
has the actual like Wilson ball from really from Castaway. Like she went to like an auction or something in LA and they were selling it and she has like the certification and everything. No so, way. That's I think, is it is it Tom Hanks' real blood on there? Oh yeah, they they made him sacrifice like, <laughs> like a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, we're really gonna cut your hand. Yeah. Fucking throw it on this volleyball. <laughs> um, like, but yeah, dude, I'm real excited for the Oscars. I uh I haven't been this involved and cared who wins this much in a while. So uh, I'm super excited. Me too. And it, it, one of my coworkers was like, this is a terrible year for the Oscars. And meanwhile, on the other hand, us plebs are really excited for it. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. I'm going to order like a lot of McDonald's and chill out and watch the oscars i think that's a that's a good night yeah dude if uh if you have any care for this i actually have pulled up the oscars predictions from the new york times hot Um, takes hot takes yeah um so they have strong start best picture uh 1917 winning in addition to that uh sam mendez the director of 1917 winning best director okay Um, best actor they have uh joker winning that best lead that's a very hot take and that's weird for a newspaper to write that but we'll touch on that later yeah uh best actress they have somebody from a movie called judy winning renee zellweger oh, yeah. yeah renee Zell- dude phenomenal movie it's really? it's a movie about, um judy garland okay um, yeah, renee zellweger fucking kills it in that movie huh. i i have talked about this before but yeah that movie is it's fantastic cool definitely watch it um, yeah it's great uh, they have brad pitt winning best supporting fuck yeah brother and lauren laura dern winning supporting actress oh. <laughs> I, she um, does great, i hate her in that role <laughs> like she, she does phenomenal and if she won it i wouldn't be surprised but yeah um and then i lose a little bit of interest with the next ones but uh best original screenplay they have parasite winning okay yeah that adapted makes screenplay jojo rabbit fuck yeah brother international parasite duh um animated feature they have toy story 4 winning yeah and I mean- where is i want to see Production design, they have 1917 winning. Mm. Makes, sense. Makes sense. I mean, cinematography, were, 1917. They created like a whole battlefield for it. Yeah, no, for sure. If have you seen the uh, the takes? Uh, they they only had for 1917. They only had a few takes to do that final scene where he's running across the battlefield. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it just came out amazing. It goes with what we were talking about last time about the unplanned things that. Uh, he ran into these damn people, probably hurt some of them pretty badly, if not himself pretty badly. And uh, he just kept running. That's still, that's so sick. Like, I, so when I was a kid, I used to pretend, like, I used to love, like, playing war and everything. And, yeah. Like, and I feel like just being an extra and an, like, an actor in that, like, pretending you were going to be Battlefield would be 
I mean, obviously it's nothing like the real thing, but yeah. You know, just as an actor, I feel like that'd be really fun. Really it's real cool. funny. A friend of mine is actually not Battlefield in the slightest, but uh, you know the movie Were the Millers? Yeah. You know the other family that they come across like two times? It's like the super like white-collar family in their RV where he gets the original idea. He's like, we should do it in an RV. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine from uh, college, he was actually the son in that RV. Really? Yeah. He's like yeah. hanging out of the window in the first scene you see him. It's hilarious. Dude, it's so funny. Yeah. Like, I and he told me that he told a bunch of us the story once of how he got it. And uh, it's just one of those things that I'm just like, what the hell? So, just so random, but pretty cool. Dude, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, my dad's old boss was an extra in The Ringer. Okay. With- with Johnny Knoxville, yeah, you ever seen the movie, yeah, oh yeah, he's just like in the cafeteria scene, and like, <laughs> like you just see him for maybe a second and a half, but yeah, that's super I funny. Like, I feel like that'd be fun to be an extra in a movie. Yeah, put us in. Hear that, Hollywood? Yeah. Take us and our hot takes. Fly us out. Put us in a movie. We're there. Yeah, honestly, it's definitely worth paying for all of these expenses yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll thrive in the role I yeah no doubt of that what if you were an extra what would you be Ooh, ooh. i don't know man i don't know where i'd fit in in a in a, in a movie i'm trying to I'm, I'm looking at the movies this year to see which one out of them i would want to be an extra in oh that's a good that's a good uh yeah that's a good way to look at it and it's totally once upon a time like to be on a set of a 60s themed movie hell yeah Um, yeah like like an extra at the playboy mansion party yeah like wearing one of those funky funky suits that'd be awesome suit on me (laughs) i think i would be to be very specific i would be an extra in a movie that where like my character gets like unjustly like punched in the face and, like you like look at the character and shock and awe and then it would just be me for like three seconds after getting decked in the face i feel like i'd play that part so well yeah you think people would enjoy that you think you have a punchable face enough for that i think i think i don't think i have a punchable face i just think i have a lot of people that want to punch me in the face <laughs> so through this, I can cure a lot of anger in people. Yeah, people face. just go out to see you punched in the face. Yeah, like I can, I can eliminate the list of people that want to do that to me in half just because they saw it happen to me. So <laughs> I'm more doing this for selfish reasons rather than <laughs> rather than uh, altruistic ones for sure. Yeah. Well. Um, I'm excited for the Oscars, man. Um, we're winding down here on the clock. Um, got any last points to go over in the next few minutes? Yeah, I think, uh, next week we'll do a quick recap of the Oscars. Of course. Probably going to be complaining about the picks. Yep. Always going to happen. Almost certainly. As always, if you listeners out there who are actually grown in numbers, so again, thanks for, um spreading the good word of bagels for breakfast um 
if you guys have any movie recommendations, if you have any hot takes or questions or anything like that, something you'd like us to review, um, let us know. Uh, we're always looking for new things to watch, to critique. Um, so yeah, always reach out. We're very accessible people. Yeah. Um, and can't wait for next week. We have an Instagram now, if you care that much. Yeah, we do have an Instagram. <laughs> we're going to be posting very erotic pictures of bagels. So <laughs> if, <laughs> if you guys care enough, uh, no, but just follow us. Uh, it's at Bagels for Breakfast, right? Bagels for Bag- Breakfast pod. Oh, okay. So Bagels for Breakfast pod. Yep. Um, and I'm sure we'll be looking out for new episodes from our friend Patrick. Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tune in again for more sidetracked conversations uh, and hot takes. And, hot. and uh, I'm going to work on getting a little audio track to go after hot take. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like I'll just, I'll just put my mic up next to uh, my, uh, a pan when I'm cooking next time, <laughs> get a little olive oil sizzle action going. Oh yeah. It's reminds me <laughs> I'm going to eat after this finishes. So again, thank you all for tuning in. Um, This has been Bagels for Breakfast. Uh, I'm Mick, and always with me is Jordan. Yep. And have a good week, and happy Oscars Sunday. Yep. See you next time.